Good evening, my relative. Good evening. Tonight is Wednesday, September 23rd. I would like to share a beautiful prayer with you guys. A little bit of knowledge and information, wisdom and power. It's the the way the, the power and ways are given to us to be passed on to others. Fool's Crow, ceremonial chief of the Teton Sioux. So tonight I hope it's a beautiful blessing that'll come to you guys. I hope, I don't hope, I know that there will be a beautiful blessing coming for all my relatives who are continually walking humbly, walking softly on this earth. The name of our show, the name of the the group and the page on Facebook. And so when we started podcast and we started meeting, we always start in prayer as a Lakota beliefs and we like to cleanse ourselves of all the energies that we've encompassed today and we like to cleanse that through prayer, through smudging of, you know, botanicals such as cedar, sage, um, sweet grass, copa, palo santo, anything that you have to center and ground yourself. Thank you for this beautiful blessing that you have given us today, this ohinia, this breath of life. And I say thank you today because today's another day done. Today's another day that we'll never see again, we'll never relive again, we'll never have again. Today is a day that we will no longer experience. We'll look to tomorrow because we are never promised tomorrow. Yesterday's history and today's a mystery. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today's a blessing. And so we think about all these things that are starting to come into our world as, you know, the ripple effect is starting to affect a lot of us with what's coming on with this pandemic, COVID-19. And so I'd like to share the teachings that was handed down to me by my ancestors through oral history, who was, like they say in smoke signals, it was told to be by my grandfather who told, who heard it from his grandfather. So these are good things. It's good medicine because the medicine Tunkashila Wakantanka gave the common man two cures, laughter and tears. And so Tunkashila, thank you for these gifts that you have given us, the gifts to help heal. Heal a nation who is hurting right now because of the the loss of life, two hundred thousand plus. The division the divide in America, you know, the political campaigns that's caused a lot of division and the racial inequality as well. And so I don't have the answers for a lot of things, but I'd like to say that I would like to offer my prayers and my guidance and my experience as an individual who's learned from my my own mistakes. You know, so today's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day for a podcast. The overcast sky. The beautiful things that we see in our life as Native people. And so, please join me as we take ourselves into another episode of podcast of Walk Softly on This Earth. And so, I'll take a little moment of silence for a, you know, paid advertisement, station break, whatever we call it. I call it just a breather to prepare yourself for the next prayer offering. So I thank you guys, we are back now. It's a beautiful day, it's a beautiful day to be 
a Native American, and I like to say Native American because we are all native to this country. I like to say Native Turtle Island. <laughs> I'm an indigenous native to Turtle Island, so I wanted to share some of, some of the readings I've been you know, sharing with people, the things that I think and feel that are going to help people when you are at a point in time when you are starting to think about the things that are relevant right now. So I want to read a quick chapter from chapter 10 of Fool's Crow Wisdom and Power by Thomas Mayles in dialogue with the great Sioux holy man Fool's Crow. When Fool's Crow said to me, not everyone can be cured, but everyone can be healed. I knew what he meant, for I had heard this from the medicine men of several tribes. As with other things that he said, however, I wanted him to verify that he meant the same thing. Why? I asked. Do you make the distinction between curing and healing? How do they differ? Curing, he answered, is spiritual, but not in the same way as healing is spiritual. People do die. Not everyone is cured. I have not asked Wakantanka why this is so. I also know that he does not take a person out of this world. That would make him responsible for all deaths, including the tragic ones. If it seems to him that a person can not or should not be cured for whatever his reason, he may decide to not interfere and change the situation. He just lets them come to him. On the other hand, there are those times when he does decide to interfere and keep the patient alive. Death, though, is not a bad thing, since after it we go to be with Wakantanka forever. In fact, this is what we are born for, born to die. For death is really the beginning of the great life that he has in store for us. You have already told me, I said, that in your visions you learn that after death, every person goes into one of, one of three spirits and remains in these until Judgment Day, when Wakantanka will separate the spiritual people from the unspiritual. Spiritual people will go to a happy place and the rest to a path where they will suffer all the time. What do you mean by suffering? What have you been shown about this? Fool's crow, lips tightened, and they hardly moved as he replied. I said that people make their own punishment here on earth. That might be enough to satisfy Wakantanka, but I would not blame him if he really does shut the door. The way they think and the way they turn their backs on him deserves this. So, what, I ask, does a shut door mean? that the dead person's spirit will drift around forever with no place to land. Now and then it will pass by the happy people who are with Wakantanka. And we'll see what it has missed. This sounds a little like the Roman Catholic ideal about purgatory, I commented, wondering if that was where he got it. This ideal is older than the coming of the black robes. He replied, but I still hope that the spirits will not be required to drift forever. Anyway, since there are no clocks there, it will be different for them than it is here on earth. And healing, I asked, 
What about healing? Healing is purely spiritual. And has to do with helping a person to be right with Wakantanka. Then, if death does come, the person can die peacefully and not be angry or resentful about it. He learns through the healing rituals to think in terms of the quality of life rather than the quantity of life. Healing is a priceless gift that can be given to anyone who will accept it. It still seems, I responded, like Wakantanka is making a choice where the life or death of a person is concerned. Wakantanka and Tunkasla, he replied firmly, are more concerned about the survival of the nation than they are about the survival of any one individual. That is why in the Sundances we make both curing and healing available to everyone who wishes to receive them. The dancers become hollow bones during the four days of dancing and they lay their hands on people to pass on the power for curing and healing that has filled them as they've danced their prayers. They spread strength and hope so that our nation will be uplifted and will want to continue on into the future. One person cannot assure this, but a healed and united nation can. How important is faith to the curing process? It won't happen for us in its greatest way without faith. But believing people are cured every day, I said. The body is an amazing thing, Fusco replied. With a touch of steel in his voice, Wakantanka has made it in such a way that most illnesses will cure themselves without a medicine person's help. If people just waited a while, their illnesses would go away on their own. But they become impatient and frightened and know that a medicine person or a white doctor can speed up the curing by giving them something that will start the body doing what it is capable of, healing. Have you been taught that the mind is responsible for many or many of our illnesses? I know that the way a person thinks can make the body sick and it can make the body well. But this does not include every kind of illness. For example, the contagious ones are broken bones or injuries such as very serious burns. They will come in spite of what we think. White people who have visited me have said that we can avoid colds and pneumonia by just thinking them away. That might work sometimes because the thinking will cause those who believe this to live more carefully, but sooner or later they will get a cold. Many of us out here on the reservation have died of pneumonia. I lost my children to this. He stopped to brush a fly away from his face and thought for a few moments and then continued. Balance is also important where, where illness is concerned. There we go about his balance. If we keep everything in balance, we are in harmony with ourselves and are at peace. Maybe balance is the best illness fighter in the world. Even better than you, I asked with a smile. Even better than me. Better than Wakantanka and the helpers. No, I said in the world. They surround the world. He was pleased that, that he had escaped my trap and was smiling. And so, Fool's Crow has given you answers to, to living in balance. Something I talked about in my prayer feeds all the time is living in balance, making the right choices, and choosing the path that we decide to choose. And so when we think about that, it's a very honorable path. Okay, I'm back again, my relatives. I'm back here. I shared a reading from Fool's Co.
Um, these hollow bones, these things that he talked about during this chapter of you know the big picture. What he meant was that when a sun dancer becomes a sun dancer, he might not always been a sun dancer. He might have been in a lawbreaker. He might have been sick. He might have just been angry. But the events that led up to him to make that commitment to become a sun dancer are what ultimately has given him his purpose. And the commitment that he has made to creator and as one and the same as the creator the universal connection that we are given our body and our life and suffering and sacrificing through the Sundance to help people heal. And so there is a sickness that needs to be healed right now in this country. It's the sickness that we are all been longing for the light straight up, straight up and straight out of Crazy Horse's prophecy. And so I can show you 10, 20 different books that were written by spiritual holy men that still talk about the same thing. We are out of balance right now. And so the biggest advice for American people, for indigenous people, for all people, is just to think about what are you doing in your life? What are you taking? What, what measures, what cautions, precautions? What proactive lifestyle have you chosen? Are you in balance or are you out of balance? So when you start to think about Wanting to be in balance. That is probably the best cure right now for this country that is healing. That is hurting. That needs the healing. So we are out of balance when we start to think about all the things that brought us to this point to where we are out of balance. You know, we've known things in our life that are surreal. And we start to think about, I want to change my life. I want to do things with my life. I want to better my life. I want to make a better way of life. I want to clean up my life. I want to get educated. I want to get cured. I want to step away from my addictions, my afflictions. And like I said earlier, alcohol and drugs are opiates are the norm in America right now. That's the norm. And so when you find somebody that's actually sober and drug free and alcohol free and walking that red road, they might not know it's the red road, but they are actually sober, they're drug-free, and they're clean. I don't care what program they're taking, the AA program, the NA program, the big book study, or whatever they're using to get sober. I commend them, and I honor them, and say honoring and appreciate everything that you're doing to help others. And basically, if you're doing it to help yourself, by all means, you know, my heart goes out to you because, you know, I, I, I see the caring and the healing that is happening in, in my life. And I love to share that with my children and my relatives on that reservation called Pine Ridge Indian Reservation where the vortex of destruction is very heavy. <laughs> and so today, um, I thought that the best thing was to share a story, you know, reiterate my path, a lot of our paths. I'm not, it's not about me, it's about all of us. We're all in this together right now. So the more that we are learning to educate ourselves by learning to return to a simple way of life, you know, to be more proactive. Start wearing a mask wherever you go. Start taking the initiative to smudge yourself before you leave the house, before you come back into the house, you know what I mean? Your domicile is your, you know, it's your temple. It's where you should pray. It's where you should dwell at. It's, it's something that is sacred to you. 
You know, honor honor your body in the same aspect. Treat yourself like you would want to be treated. Like you would want to want others to treat you with respect. And so once we learn simple things and simple teachings, it's a lot easier for us to help others and show and inspire and learn to pay it forward by praying it forward. That's another thing that we all need to look at, you know? And so um, I want to do a quick podcast. Just 20 minutes. I try to stay stay within the 20-minute range. And so let me take a quick quick break here. Okay, relatives, I'm back. So today we think about wanting to do things in our life to help. So I've been sharing a lot of teachings, a lot of old teachings, a lot of a lot of stuff that is, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty redundant that we learn to understand each other through something that is a, you know, a pandemic that's affecting the country, it's affecting the world. And then we start to come together through groups like this, through podcasts, through prayer services, through prayer ceremonies, through Zoom healing services, you know, through the things that we do to bring each other together to help heal. And it's that knowledge that we share to share each other's information, you know, network and help each other to heal. It's a very beautiful day when I'm out here listening to the wind chimes. I'm also listening to the rustling of the leaves you know those are spirits too they're talking they have a message a lot of people want to say bad things about a spiritual person a native american particular that you know we're 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 off a rocker that we should go back and drink more beer or smoke more dope or you know go and and get get yourself a little higher so you can believe in your own reality well, this is the reality, man. This is the reality of everything. We're all part of this universe. We're all being affected right now by, by this COVID-19, by this pandemic. And a lot of us are, are we're not, you know, a lot of us are, are going to, we're not, we're, we're expendable. A lot of us are, you know, a lot of us aren't, you know, we're, we aren't, we are all susceptible to the same sicknesses, the same life taker that's going to hit, that's affected a lot of us. And so we aren't exempt is the word I'm looking for. You know, it's going to affect a lot of us, you know. And so when we start thinking to be arrogant and sarcastic and start to knock on somebody's, it's not a hustle, we start to knock on a person's prayer walk or his prayer life or his spiritual life. It really shows a lot about that person's character. You know, if that person comes out, comes out right now and says bad things about about an individual when he starts to see that, Everybody's paying attention. Everybody's wanting to heal. Everybody's wanting to take the advice that's being given. Nobody's here to say bad things. Nobody's here to steal, kill, and destroy and and hurt. We've had enough hurt and suffering already as it is. We are in a different time now. So in closing, I want you guys to think about all these wonderful things that can, that will come. These beautiful blessings, asking Creator, what content got to to show us. I want to learn these simple old ways, you know, La I want to learn La means the Native American way, you know, the Indian way. So I want to close here with a prayer.
We are still here. Tunkasla, grandfather, welcome to Tunkasla Mystery, the great mystery, the big holy. We are still here. And we are still offering prayers for all people, no matter what their race, color, creed, or gender is. And we are humble people because we have a, a, a acknowledging spirit that says, I am just a common man. I am just a common man who makes prayers for people. I don't care how you look at me. I don't care that you judge me. I don't care that you put me on this pedestal. I don't care that you want to emulate your life after me. All I care about is making a prayer to help the people to find their purpose and to point them in the right direction that we all need is prayer is powerful. It's the only way that we can live into these next seven generations or into any day, live into the next day for all that matter, because a lot of us are being affected by COVID-19. So, Creator, welcome to come hear my prayers. Help our relatives in the West Coast heal from the fire. Send, send our helpers to the West to bring rain, torrential rain, just enough rain to stop the fires. And not, you got to remember, California was in a drought before we started getting devastated by COVID-19, the pandemic, California needs to be healed. Let's heal California. Let's also heal the West Coast, the East Coast, and the Midwest. Let's heal this nation. Let's heal this country. Let's heal this world. But let's start with our own self, at our own front steps, and our own mind, our own spirit. Let's heal our spirit first until we can walk in balance and harmony with Mother Nature. So everything that is part of the connectedness, so let's pray that Creator has a beautiful plan and a beautiful caring loving heart to help us heal thank you my relatives good night